This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Everyone's got their thing. Maybe it's a breakup, a death, an accident, whatever it is, you used to be one thing, now you're something else. We all have our own problems. Our own issues. Our own. Demons. daughters are friends. I think that makes us friends. <laughs> I'm Hunter. I'm Lisa. That's my Julie. I'm Mitchell. Kale's hero. We the life of the party. I can't believe it's prom. They're so grown up. I can't even hug my daughter anymore without feeling her boobs. <laughs> Just high fives from now on. Okay. <laughs> Julie left her laptop open. You guys are snooping on our kids? No. We don't understand what they're saying, so it's not snooping. Oh my god, I love puzzles. <laughs> Some about an eggplant. And teenage emoji eggplants are dicks. Wait, what? All emojis have a secret meaning, so like trees are weed, and this thing is Yas Queen. Yas Queen. So she's gonna get roses, yeah. kiss, and then touch his dick eggplant. Look at all that drool coming out of the smiley face. That's jizz. Stand down. It is. Look, it's coffee, but this is a sex act. They're planning on losing their virginity on prom night. Maybe it's not sex. They're just saying, hey, you're okay with me. You're okay with me. Maybe. No, I fucking knew it. Our girls are not thinking things through. I'm going to stop them. I'm in. Let's cock block those motherfuckers. This is our last big night together. This pact is gonna make tonight even more perfect. They're getting away. WWVDD. What would Vin Diesel do? In times of crisis, parents are known to have superhuman strength. I can do this. What the fuck? This is so messed up. Did your dad try to stop you when you wanted to lose your virginity? He's too busy high-fiving me. I'll do anything for my daughter. What about a little chugging contest? Bring it. Wait, what? We're butt-chugging. You got this, dog. No, I'm tagging out. You're in. What? You've got a baby. Everything's looser down there. I don't have a baby out of my butt. On the count of three. One. Oh, oh not a fan. Butt-chug. I am 
tripping so hard. I just had a vision. My dad was chugging beer through his asshole. I can't do anymore. Pose, Brian. Pose, pose. Oh. Ask her. Oh, oh. I would do anything for love. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here at Witten Radio. Today, we've got a special music guest for you. We're joined by Naya Zumi. Naya, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Man, it's awesome to get to speak with you. I guess, uh, first off, congratulations are in order. Uh, you're the uh, 2018 uh, NPR Tiny Desk winner. Um, I was wanted to talk to you about just how do you feel about that. I don't know. I don't really feel any different. It's just I'm just doing what I do normally and, you know, just, I happen to have, you know, a little bit more leverage or more people are interested, but, you know, my thing that grounds me is just I'm doing what I do and I keep doing what I do, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. How did you prepare for the contest? Because I know it, it, you know, it, it had to be <laughs> a little bit nerve wracking. Uh, um, did you I, do any special preparation? I didn't. I didn't do anything. I just, I mean, like I said, I, I do what I do. And like, it's just like, for me, I play, I, I played on the streets every day to make my living. And sometimes I still have to, if stuff isn't really there. But I mean, cause it's just what I do every single day. So it's, for me, making a video is just, I mean, I'm just sitting in camera there and some mics and just doing what I do. One take done kind of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you remember, I guess, how you felt when you when you got the call back when you found out that you did win? Um, I know it's you know it's such a small step, you know what I mean, um, on your journey. Like you said, you you've had to play on the streets before. Um, was there no, that kind of like that was what I did one hundred percent? Not even kind of. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> man, um, <laughs> holy cow! Um, so, what keeps you motivated? I mean, what keeps you coming back? Because I mean, obviously, your journey hasn't been the most ideal. Um, what keeps you, I guess, hooked on the music and wanting to come back and, and to continue to bear your soul, you know, for people? Yeah, it, 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 it's what. It's a specific thing that I um I love doing it and I love sound. I, I love you know, all the sounds and timbres that exist in the world. It, it, there's so many millions of sounds that you can find and, and you know, with focusing on guitar it it there's so many sounds that I can try to emulate on guitar naturally as naturally as I can. And just that experimentation that adventure and there's always something really unpredictable about the instrument itself it's just like you can be slightly out of tune one day and you have to fix it and, and there's so many different pieces of technology that you can integrate with it that aren't you know so common for people to integrate with guitar and, and it's just that just that whole you know growth the potential for growth and the potential for experimentation just keeps me coming back to it. Absolutely. Yeah, you hit on something 
so so that was so poignant there when he said that you know the guitar it's it's almost like um a living breathing creature because you know from day to day it changes like it it could be in tune it could be out of tune and i think part of being a, a great musician is you know adaptability um you yourself you're a musician what would you say you know makes for great music what makes a great musician something that just i don't know when, when a musician feels what they do and it's not heady it's not like theory kind of thing it's just if 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 a if a musician can just immediately express exactly what they want to express in the moment without any really preconceived stuff and adapt what they're doing right there, you know somebody in the audience looks at them a certain way and, and they feels like they feel okay can i how can i how can I respond to these reactions that I'm getting from the audience? or this environment and counter that sort of, you know, or compliment that right in the moment and listen to everything and just kind of build that bridge in between what's going on with them and what's going on with their band or whatever kind of thing. And just, just really lock in right there. That, that really to me makes a great musician. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, so tell me, what was the catalyst that basically got you involved in music and playing the, the guitar? Was it a certain person, um, or was it a, a thing or an event that got you interested? I I don't I don't even feel like I, I don't even feel like I chose music. I feel like it's just it was just in me, and I just had to express it, and so I grabbed anything that I could to express the sounds that were already in my head. And that that was really it. And then just the, the world kind of moved around me. I feel like that's kind of a general thing. You have to put out the vision out there. And it can come from outside inspiration, but it can also come from an inward thing. And you just, you know, when you focus on it, just kind of the world kind of notices it and just, Kind of, how can we? You seem really, really focused on this thing. How can we assist you in making this thing bigger? Kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah. Music has always had the ability to, you know, connect people and draw people into, you know, just <laughs> its inner being. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's such a common commonality, and it's. You know, it breaks down walls and barriers, and you're right. When people feel that energy, when they feel the music, they want to be connected to it um, and to, you know, to become a part of its living, you know, being core. Um, as a musician yourself, I know that you take a lot of cues um, and a lot of direction from other musicians and pieces of work. Um, what would you say – or who would you say has been a big influence in you and in, in helping to shape the sound that you have today? Everything. I mean, I'm not that kind of musician. I'm a conceptual thinker. I don't think in specifics. There's, there's no specific group or musician that, oh, I like what they do. I just, I hear sounds around me, conversations, cars, trains, everything. If you listen to a conversation 
like, if I loop what I just said, if you listen to a conversation and you were to, like, break that down and just specifically rhythmic values, you have a beat there if you loop that over and over and over again. And that beat can be segmented into highs and lows, a kick drum and a snare, and you could, there's a starting point right there. And you listen to the world around you, everything, not just music. Music is just like a, 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 a extension of the sounds that you hear in everyday life. You you have just just endless possibilities of grooves and all these sorts of things. Absolutely, yeah. You hit on something so poignant there. I mean, it's you know just being aware of, you know, our surroundings and the environment that we've been placed in, it can help to really to foster and to shape um, that, you know, we love, to, you know, we know and have come to love. Um, I love it. I want to jump ahead and I want to talk about a little bit about your tour. Now, you've been on tour since the end of May and you're coming up towards kind of like the middle, middle of it because you'll have a break. Um, here at the end of the month. How's the tour been going so far? Have you been enjoying it? Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I mean, doing the same thing I always do is, you know, a little bit further distances in between, you know, but yeah, it's fun. I love love playing for people and sharing what I do. Yeah. I love it. Do you ever... It's kind of a weird question, but do you ever get, I guess, nervous or anxious before you play, Um, you know, just being in front of new people, strange new people? Does it ever, I guess, freak you out, so to speak? Not at all. People, I I don't even, I mean, when I play, I'm in my own little bubble in a way. I just do what I do the same as I always do it. The only thing that makes me anxious is the sound. Like if the sound's not spot on, I I just it's it's hard for me to to get into it kind of thing. It's like the monitors, like I, I want to feel what I'm doing. It doesn't have to be loud, but just the levels have to be, you know, correct. And and that's that's the only thing that gives me <laughs> any kind of anxiety because I just <laughs> you know, I mean I think any musician can really relate to that. It's just like I just I just. I want to feel what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How do you, I guess, how do you rebound from a bad show? Because I know, like, a part of musicianship is, you know, accepting the good with the bad. Um, how do you rebound from, you know, say a bad show where the sound was just off? I just, I just, I stay in the moment. You know, every time I after it's done, it's done. Nothing you can do about it. Just move on and, you know, hope for, you know, something better next time. Hope it's not too long of a streak. <laughs> yes, yes, you're so right. You're so right. Some good uh, some good life, uh, life advice as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about um, your single. Um, you've got this great single out called Soft Spoken. Uh, tell me what the writing process was like on the single. Um, is there, I guess, a story behind the song? Um, sure. I mean, everything is just—it's all a story. But it, I mean, it's just mainly—I mean, 
I've always been a very sort of soft-spoken person, but at the same time, very confident in my skill sets that I've put in the work for and, and you know, really done everything I can to, to do the best that, you know, to be at the level that I am at certain skill sets. And, you know, there's a lot of loud people in the world who just kind of, you know, they, even if they don't know anything, they still just insist on things and they kind of move and shake a lot of things, unfortunately. And I had an instance where I was really frustrated with the specific personality and I was just like, this is kind of a, a, a thing. I'm I'm going to write about this. And, yeah. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think, I mean, you hit on something there. It's like, you know, it, it, you're right. It's like it's always the people that know the least that are just the most obnoxious and loud and ignorant. Um, and that, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, they shape a lot of other people's uh, thinking. I, I want to uh, correct. It's, it's not about them knowing the least. It's they just, for some reason, feel more convicted that their point of view is is accurate kind of thing. Because it, it's like you can be a very, you know, soft-spoken, you know, quiet person, know tons about something, but because you know so much, you know how little, you know, you are in the world, and that that kind of, that's why you're intelligent, because you understand how many people exist and how many points of views exist in the world. So it's just really more about, you know, just personal, you know, uh, confidence and saying, well, I have a point, and, and I think that my point, my voice is important, you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. I Thank you so much for that clarification as well, because, I mean, you definitely gave me some more and some much-needed insight on that, and um, I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, I kind of wanted to go back for just a second, uh, with your tour, I noticed that um, a lot of it is on the West Coast, some of the Midwest, and then the second half will be, like, out east. Do you know if there's any um, plans for you to, to tour the South? Uh, I really, really want to because that's where I grew up, is the Southeast. So I, I, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm working it out so I can get some, some more Southeastern shows for sure. Very nice, very nice. And where can our listening audience um, find out more about you and keep abreast of um, your your thing, your projects and new music to come? Yeah, at a nayaizumi.bandcamp.com, I, I have a, a VIP subscription thing where people can subscribe and get uh, things that constantly come out. Yeah. Getting things that constantly come out for me, and you know. You won't basically you'll get everything as like as soon as I write it, it's gonna be on Bandcamp and you know you'll have access to it. Uh, it's really really cool thing. Um, you know uh, the Spotify stuff, you know kind of gets its uh, uh, priorities from the VIP stuff that I have on my Bandcamp pages and whatnot. So you get to be a part of that process, which is super rad. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, I wanted to ask you, this is my last question, and it's it's a little bit, kind of jumps ahead a little bit, 
But um, what's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from your music? I mean, when I listen to your music, it's so uh, in – it just engulfs you. Um, that's the only word I can really say. I mean, um, whether you're having a good day or a bad day, um, you know, your music, it's, it's, it's really unparalleled. Um, it just kind of brings you into a whole new world and kind of – takes your mind off of whatever it is that you know is going on um you yourself as the you know the creator of of this musical um creation um what is it that you want people to get from your music when they hear it uh, first of all thank you I, I i really appreciate hearing that a lot You're um, welcome. <laughs> but I guess what I really hope that people get from my music is just 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 define your voice and commit to it. And your voice is really just whatever comes out in the moment and, you know, just a commitment to what really makes it powerful is when you just take it and you just whatever comes and commit to it and lock in with it. And it's just a whole life thing, you know, you find a, a partner that, that you love, commit to that person and, and, you know, don't get too, too picky unless they're abusive, obviously. But it's just, it's, you learn a lot more when you commit to something rather than, I don't like this right now, I'm going to try something else. It's, that's the main juice of creativity is commitment. And that's that's... That's the message. I love it, Naya. I I love it. I'm um, I'm uh, I'm out of time, but I wanted to thank you so much for stopping by the show today. And I'm all with questions, but I wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything you, else that you'd like to say to our listening audience. Yeah, I I I love this interview myself. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Naya, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, we will definitely keep rocking your tunes out uh, here. And um, I'm super excited. I mean, I didn't see any Tennessee dates, but I'm hoping at some point you'll come to Tennessee so that I can see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope to go to, to, to visit Tennessee myself again. I went to school there, and I, I had a lot of fun there. That's for sure. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Naya, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Guys, that was our exclusive interview with uh, Naya Zumi. Uh, you can uh, – we'll put the link uh, to his website in the body of this post. If you guys are listening to us on SoundCloud, uh, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we're also available on your um, your iPhone device. If you've got an Apple product of any kind, you can listen to us by downloading the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's available for Again, your Hill is interview. Uh, we're also available for uh, Android users. If you have an Android phone or device, uh, have no fear. You can listen to us by downloading the um, uh, going to the Google Play Store and searching Google Play Music, uh, search for show name, and you can download this interview. Um, lastly, we're available for um, uh, Android. Or, excuse me, for Roku users. If you've got a Roku player or a Roku smart television, uh, you can listen to this and you can watch the show right in the privacy of your own home. We've got over 200-plus hours of original content programming and interviews all free of charge. 
uh, from the Roku Channel Store. Just search for our name. Once you search for our name, download the app. You can begin streaming all free of charge. Awesome. Thank you so much, Naya. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, you have awesome. a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.